Yes, welcome to the Madhouse. This is your captain speaking. Welcome to the Mac Drafting Podcast, episode 285, along with El Jefe and the Walker. And please welcome back, full time, the podcast slash promo machine, Mr. Ironbank, and the only Grand Slam winner in Mac Drafting history, Mike Larkin. Thank you, thank you for that introduction. Happy to be back on Max, man. Just coming off my bout with Daniel Crimmins and looking forward to the bout at promo series with Miss Brittany Savage. I feel it feels good, man. It feels good to be back. It feels good to be awake at stupid o'clock. Ah, yeah, it's worth it, though. <laughs> stupid o'clock is right. Yeah, I was going to say, hey, I would applaud, but I just woke up about five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> now... Uh, you picked a good week to come back, mate, because we're going to get much less time to speak next week because we've got four bouts. Count it four. Yes. Well, i got to judge three of them, man. You know? Wait, wait, three? Yeah. The the title match. The oh, Moses yeah. And, Jesus and Teddy and Chris Maldonado. Yeah, I was thinking, wait, two of them are exhibitions? No, just one of them's an exhibition. Yes. <laughs> We will see that exhibition today between Corey and uh, Daniel Crimmins, so yes. Yeah, just, just just to get the ball rolling, because they're the only two that wanted an exhibition during exhibition month. <laughs> I mean, well, Alexander tried, but, you know. He tried, but you made him wait. Yeah, well, he, you know, he wanted to try to do some sort of exhibition, but it, with a stipulation... I don't know exactly how he planned on making that fucking work, but you can obviously tell he's a rookie because he's like, okay, so two weeks, oh, well, that's the same day, so guess what? I'm already not in the promo bowl, so (laughs) so much for that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you didn't have to enter the promo bowl. You've got your rematch next week. Yes, absolutely. Did it, did Mr. Anderson ever get his rematch, Mike? Who? Mr. Anderson, did he ever get his rematch? Uh, know, well, where's my rematch? Around, okay, well, around that time, it's funny because they did the thing where, oh my goodness, he won it from Jeff Hardy, then he lost it to Jeff Hardy, and then like Sting beat Jeff after the debacle at Victory Road, and then Ugh. Ken Anderson was dressing up like Surfer Sting with the blonde hair and the makeup, and then he won it from Sting. Okay, so technically he got his rematch, just not against the Thank same guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'm not sure if we're going to get a rematch from SummerSlam because it looks like McIntyre, Drew McIntyre is going to be out for quite a few weeks now with a possible skull fracture, apparently, um, due to three punts from Randy Orton. At least two of them connected. I don't know what happened with the other one. He just kicked a uh, wall. The- <laughs> the young bucks friggin' on on Instagram, man, talking about it. It's no good. Oh my goodness, the young bucks, Randy Orton, going out on Instagram about that thing. I was a laughing my ass off. And good old Kevin Dunn gave us the perfect camera angle. Yep. Speaking of Kevin Dunn, apparently, if you sign up to the Thunderdome, you get instructions from Kevin Dunn on okay, let's cheer, let's boo. I don't know about you guys, but if I heard Kevin Dunn's voice in my ear for one second, I'd be logging straight out. Well, yep. yeah, our, <laughs> it's funny because our good friend Miss Ella J of a Wrestling Gal podcast was one of those people that was in that we saw in the main event from SummerSlam, and she was saying the exact same thing. She's like, they are literally telling us to to poo for and here to cheer for. So, yep, that's what they're doing. So, like, 
40-ish years, they haven't learned that you can't tell the fans what to do? Nope. Okay, you're going to cheer for Roman now. We are fucking not. <laughs> so, was Kevin Dunn the one telling them to, you know, show a freaking yeah. murder? Okay, you're going to no. show a photo of Chris Benoit now. That, that, that was fine. I mean, we had to be Benoit honest. He's enjoying the show. That was the least offensive one. Yeah, they had the Benoit guy. They had the person dressed up as a member of the KKK, and you had the Fire Velveteen Dream. What can oh, go? Oh no, no, no! And the I got a better. I got a better look at that picture of the KKK. That was a some sort of like meeting because there was another yeah, one in the rally. background. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was a straight up rally of it. I was just waiting for Will Smith to pop up in the back and go, "Blue power, motherfuckers." Miami PD. (laughs) That is one of the greatest opening sequences to any action movie. That it is. Bad boys for life. We ain't going nowhere. So are we just going to ignore the fact that they, like, allowed some dude to get murdered on television in the background? Yeah. Well, we're not going to ignore it because I just said it about five seconds ago. I mean, look. Luckily, well, no, you said it, and everybody pads are like, "Nope." Luckily, just as you know, the worst part of the video, retribution just went straight in front of the camera. Yeah, that was perfect timing. Um, apparently, sure. they've decided on six members now for retribution. We know the numbers have been dwindling, and the members have been dwindling. Um, but obviously, we've heard names like Dominic Dijakovic, Dijakovic, Dijak, whatever the hell you want to call him. Um, Mia Yim. Dio Madden was a new name I saw pop up. Um, I did actually, one of those guys who was beaten up, I believe it was Dominic on the outside, looked like old Dio, Dio Madden there. I saw his little belt there. That's a possibility, yep. Yeah, Caden, Caden Carter was another name. And mm. crap, who was the other female they mentioned? Vanessa Bourne. Mm-hmm. I've heard, uh, that uh, was rumored, but there wasn't the one I saw this week. I heard Casey as well. Oh, Casey Canzaro. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the group's dead in the water anyway, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you're telling me. Just a massive flop. Retribution, a big floppy donkey dick. Um, but in the midst of this Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre stuff, we got the controversial debut, to say the least, of Keith Lee. Uh, well. Number one. He's got different music, which is understandable because they're trying to iron out all the CFO money uh, music. Um, it's, I don't know if it was his choice, but it seems to me like they forced him to shave his beard off, which I hate because his beard is so this cool. He re-debuts or something. It's weird. But yeah, once he shaves the fucking beard, it happened because it happened like three different times in NXT. Okay, then maybe that was his choice. But Keith, the, the beard was cool, man. That's what I'm saying. Stop shaving the damn beard. <laughs> Um, and then, of course, they, they change his attire a little bit. They make him keep a, a hoodie bit. on. And they, Are you, well, I mean, he oh wears a hoodie anyway. Just, he just normally doesn't keep it on. He's, his fucking shorts look like a skirt. <laughs> and I'm a fat a dude that likes to wear baggy pants, okay? And that was his fucking skirt. Hmm. Vito Lee. But yet my man Otis can run around with his shirt off and gyrate and the whole nine, but... That's not even a shirt. Otis wears a crop top. Thank you. It does. I mean, Mandy wears more clothes than Otis. 
You're not telling. You're not telling <laughs> lies, bro. You're not telling lies. Um. So yeah, yeah. A lot of people not happy with the music and the attire and everything with Keith Lee. Um. He also he also went on Twitter and said, you know, the music's out of my hands. So obviously we know that wasn't his choice. Um. I mm. guess he also said leave it with me. So I guess he's going to be working with them to come up with a new one. Hopefully. Apparently, come Saturday, he's going to have it, or Sunday, he's going to have another one. Well, what I don't get is they're trying to iron out all the CFOS uh, songs because they get 50% royalties. But they're still using the intro, so surely they're still getting royalties on his new song anyway. Nah, I don't know. You know, they still have the copyright thing. thing. That whole, you know, oh, it's only this much of it can't be copyrighted, kiss my ass. Unless they got Maybe they had the exact same choir to re-record it just for them. Maybe. Just come in and sing these four words. Asking his glory. <laughs> Done. You can go home. <laughs> Where's our check? You're welcome. Vin- Vince, we could have got you Mike much cheaper. Yep. There you go. There you go. Uh, now... Another confusing thing for me was the very weird dynamic between Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, who appear to be on the same side now. Oh, God, what is this, the chance of people who don't like each other, and now we're going to have them team yeah, up to the, go against The, the enemy, enemy of, of my, my enemy, enemy is, is my friend. My enemy. <laughs> yep. Jesus, man. I'll be honest with you. I, and those two, I just want to see Shayna Baszler, dare I say it, and I haven't said this word in a while, I just want to see Shayna Baszler, Molly Watt, Molly Watt. Nia Jax. That's what I want Please to and thank you. Yep. But my whole thing is is, is real is Haystacks Calhoun and <laughs> okay. the Adams family on, reject. No, I'm not funny. okay. I didn't. I'm not denying that it was fun. How many people really fucking know Haystacks Calhoun? Okay, fair point. But still, you could tell by the name Haystacks and common sense that she's calling her fat. Yeah, I did laugh at that. Well, I mean, you say Haystacks, and I think of giant Haystacks. There you go. Go by the bay. Absolutely. Listen, listen. You know, have some hay. It just may. What do you say? Happy Gilmore. You should know this. Come on, Moses. Come oh, on. You eat shit for breakfast? No. <laughs> um. Actually, Joe, you know, looking through these notes now, it, it's just dawned on me. It was quite an eventful RAW, uh, and it was also the first one in a long time they drew over two million viewers, uh, which is an accomplishment. Now it used to be an all-time low. Goddamn, people are getting bored on Mondays, huh? Um, but Alistair Black returns, not only returns, but he turns heel and attacks KO. What an asshole. I'll be honest with you, I'm fine with it, just because I want to see the match, but also, I'm just like, they weren't doing nothing with him anyway, so you gotta do something with yeah, him, you know? I, I just want to see Alistair Black do something, even yeah. if it means kicking KO in the face. Sure. Okay. I, don't know, I just was like, dude, this guy's giving you a cool little talk show. To, you know, to, he didn't want to show the video because he knows it's embarrassing. You're like, show the video. You're like, strong arming him, and then you kick him in the face because he did what you told him to do. You yeah. sir, are an asshole. Yeah, uh, Black seems to be going through this kind of PTSD thing after losing an eye. Well, hell, I would too. Well, Shit. yeah, I lost my. But eye. I mean, Rey Mysterio just is like, yeah, I'm gonna bring my son to kick your ass. Yeah, Ray's like, I'm just gonna put a patch over this mask, and you go get him, kid. <laughs> Ray's excited because it meant he got a new mask. I think. Hell yeah, watch. I shit, take the other one. 
I think watching the relationship between those two, since you mentioned Will Smith at the start show, kind of reminds me of Will Smith and Austin Powers' Spy Who Shagged Me. Daddy loves you. Daddy loves you. Just the two of us. You know what I'm saying, Desi Dangerously? No, wait, Will Smith and Austin Powers? What? That's what Austin, I was... I... Okay, Austin Powers, they used the Will Smith song, Just the Two oh, of Us. Oh, that's right, they did. I, I thought you were saying he was in it. I was like, wait a uh, minute, how the hell did I met, wit, miss Will Smith? No, man, Just the I Two know, of Us. I started playing the movies in my head, too. Daddy like, loves you. Daddy loves you. I, was like, I know Tiny Lister was in it. Hey. I know, guys, nope. don't crack make more sense than you. I'm just trying to see my girl Mary. That's what I think of Tiny Lister. Just trying to see my girl Mary. Why won't you let me in? Because you want to give her drugs. That's why. You son of a bitch. Um, I guess we can skip over the 24-7 title match because it was just once again... <laughs> another The ultimate hot potato championship. Tazawa rolled up truth to reclaim the championship. That title is... Meanwhile, Cedric yeah. is taking a nap somewhere. God, oh, jeez. That title is the living embodiment of the Wiggles. Hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, 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 potato. I don't even know what happened to Cedric. For like the last five minutes of the match, I forgot he was even in it. Can we just have him turn on Ricochet already? Well, MVP is still trying to recruit uh, Cedric Alexander. Much to the dismay of Ricochet. Yeah, you can't break up the cool and the kid and play. Yeah, it's that's it's Ricochet and instead of the kid and play. That's true. Ricochet, Rick. Ricochet, yes. <laughs> I need a shirt. Uh, meanwhile, we have a, a six women tag team match. Mm. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, Riot I Squad. I the shit out of this. Yeah, uh, Riot Squad. The crossing two rivalries together just because they're all female. Uh, Riot Squad and Bianca defeat the Iconics and Zelina, or as they've commonly become known on social media, the Triconics. No. Wow. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <clears throat> well, it's broke. And I don't want it fixed. Just throw it away. Yeah, and then and then things just took a nosedive with an arm wrestling match. Because we always got to have an arm wrestling match, man. Bobby Lashley and Apollo Crews stomping on the foot, and he gets the dub. It's got the word wrestling in it. Where's Mark Henry? He's the world's <laughs> strongest man. God damn it. Get him in here. Mark! Come over here. Oh, just, you know what it is, too? I understand what they're doing, and I'm going to say this right now. You know Bobby Lashley's going to take the title from him on, on Sunday. Should have did a best Prince challenge. Yeah, like Scott, like, 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 like Scott Steiner and Triple H. Should have been a bench press. Ah, yes, from early 2003, yes, where they're both doing uh, push-ups. Man, I remember yeah. Triple H's overselling that arm wrestling. Just oh, that yeah. little grin from Scott Steiner, and then Triple H turns into a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Stripping him down. Here's the thing. One of, that was one of those matches where the build-up, using the song of By Trust Company falling apart, that going into great. that match was great. But then the match happens, and it just goes out the window. <laughs> Yeah, the rivalry sucked. Ugh. And then you get into No Way Out, and then you're hearing Evanescence bring me to life, and then you're all happy again from the package, and then once again, going to the match. Yeah. It sucks. The video packages were the best part of that entire rivalry. Exactly. And now you won't know why friggin' Scott Steiner wasn't on friggin' WrestleMania 19, and then the next pay-per-view backlash, he's wrestling on Heat against Rico, Chico. Uh, well, yeah, they didn't have the wellness policy as strict back then either. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
Uh, rematch from SummerSlam was Asuka versus Sasha Banks for the Royal Women's Championship. I was so afraid that they were going to play hot potato with this as well and just give it back to Sasha, but... Whew. Uh, thankfully, Asuka is the one of the two who can actually defend the championship. <laughs> Shock. Yeah. Um, but it took Shayna's interference, really, to stop Bailey from sliding a chair in the ring for Asuka to stay on course. And, of course, now we're going to get the Raw, the, the Raw, the Women's Tag Team Championship at Payback. We're actually not doing predictions this week because it's been too much short notice and we don't know many matches yet. So, we're going to skip Payback. Um, but, Sasha, thank you, you're welcome. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Sasha and Bailey will be defending against Shayna and Nia, and I don't know what it is. I, th- I think it's the first time ever I've wanted Nia Jax to win a match. Just because I think it'll be funny if Sasha and Bailey lose it all. Yeah. yeah. And then we just got to get that SmackDown belt off Bailey, which he's clutching. Yeah, like a, like with eagle's claws. Her hair must grow really quickly because she keeps shaving the new record in the back of her head. <laughs> she's like, dude, she's like friggin', um, whatchamacallit, like crisscross when they had in the back of their head. They, they make you want to jump, jump. That's what Bailey wants to make you do. Or she's like Tim jump. Allen in the Santa Claus. Shave and then instantly uh, how do we know back. that? How do we know that she doesn't have that? You know, like uh, the hair in a can that Macho Man <laughs> used to use back in the nineties. That is true. Yeah, the hair in a can. <laughs> this is why she keeps Sasha around. Yep. Hey, make sure to get the back of my neck. Um, we kind of touched on him, but the show, of course, ends with Retribution attacking Dominic and Ray. Are we not going to talk about Bobby Lashley just fucking being badass and raw underground? That was well, like the best thing in the show for me. He's the fucking man because he's an our former Armed Forces champion. He can fucking kick ass and take names. Bellator, that's what I'm saying, man. The Bobby Lashley is the shiznit on raw underground. Friggin' throwing Dolph Ziggler the way he did, my God. First yeah. off, I, I got to give my props to Dolph, like, shoot, taking down Bobby Lashley, and he yes. was pissed about it right afterwards. You know he wanted to elbow him in the face, like, eight times, and he's like, <laughs> oh, shit, this is wrestling, not fucking Bellator. That, that was the only segment of Raw Underground, wasn't it, too? Like, just Lashley running rampant. Well, them and then, like, them being at the door, I'm here to fight somebody. Okay, come on in. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a lot of smoke in there. Bobby Lashley equals Buck. Buck, Buck Wild, man. And that's the yeah. thing that you got to love about Bobby Lashley. Don't give him with Lana. Just let Bobby Lashley go out there, spear somebody, dominate somebody, and just have overall wreckage with Bobby Lashley. Yeah, that, that's weird, actually. They open the door and there's just smoke everywhere, but when you actually look inside, there's no smoke. Yeah, right? At the, I was like, is there like people hanging out by the smoking area right there by the door? <laughs> Maybe Randy is in the hallway taking a break. Yeah, that sounds like Randy. <laughs> or he's in there vaping. Yeah. It's their version of the treehouse of the rascals. There you go. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's a nice segue. We're going to go into Impact right about now. Um, <clears throat> but kicks off with uh, Eddie Edwards defending the Impact World title oh. against oh. Rob Van Dam. All right, I got um, and the match consisted of a lot of twerking from Katie Forbes. Right. I got to talk about this. Yes, Katie Forbes has appeared in LFC Lingerie Fighting Championship at LFC 27 against Sheila Crash Cardinal, Sexy Nerdy, Inkton Kirby, LingerieFC.com, cheap plug. But when it comes... <laughs> 
<laughs> Free plug, baby. <laughs> so when it comes to Katie Forbes, and I'm going to say this right now, watching her when she was, and I would suggest anybody watch it, when she was Chloe Hertz in Wow Women of Wrestling, David McLean's promotion, the man behind Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, she has the fur coat. She's being accompanied by her servants. Yes, they were known as the rats. She had male rats people. It was very funny. But when you see her in impact and all she's doing is twerking she's making me do what i want to do and that is absolutely hate her because i'm tired of the twerking and her coming in like a wrecking ball and rob van damme's matches she's a great heel at what she's doing from the managerial side but i'm, I'm gonna say right now that's too much badonka donk to handle with the friggin lips on the friggin you know buttocks you know and then you got rob van damme being rob van damme it's an overall perfect package but watching katie forbes as katie forbes doing this because she can actually wrestle you know she's teamed with rebel aka you know reba on AEW before they both were twerking and shaking their badonka donks. Hey, I mean, they have that chemistry together as a team, and we've seen Katie Forbes can wrestle, but she's reduced to yo, I got that booty, 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 booty rocking everywhere, so let me shake what my mama gave me. And that's what we have with the Rob Van Dam Katie Forbes, you know, dynamic. But dude, as far as the match goes, Eddie Edwards, Boston Knee Party, booyah. You forgot the hey. Oh, hey. Yeah, I hate Isn't that. she the reason they got kicked off of Twitch? Yep. Yes, that's the reason why they got banned for that segment. Her, so here's the thing. When they made Katie the decade. Forbes, yes, and we, <laughs> when Katie Forbes was with her girlfriend and Rob Van Dam. So Katie Forbes, you've heard of babies, mama's mamas. That's her girlfriend's girlfriend with Rob Van Dam. Well, all right then. Yeah. Rob's living that life. Like this he's like still in ECW, just partying all the time. And he's almost 50. And he's almost and 50. Why does this guy still wrestle the same? Because he's Rob Van Dam. The whole effing show. But he doesn't have that theme anymore. By the way, I hate that theme. That freaking like... Rob Van Dam. Like, no. I can't do, I can't feel with that theme, you know? Yeah, the old one was much better. The one of a kind? Well, that's the WWE one. The TNA one was... Rob Van Dam. Yeah. The whole effing show. Just that. I know that's got the Oh, Van Daminator, Van Crushinator, Van Assassinator. Like, come on, man. You can get through with that. Mm, <laughs> I'm wow. taking that as a no. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> um, obviously, Eddie gets the win with the Boston Knee Party, but then gets attacked by Eric Young, who basically just yells out that he's challenging Eddie next week. And just in case you didn't catch it the first time, he said he'll see him next week three times. That's all they kept saying. Next week, Eddie! Next week, Eddie! <laughs> all right. So, when are you facing him, Eric? Next week, Eddie! <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like The Shining. Daddy! And that, Daddy! That, that wasn't the end of it, because later on in the night, Eddie goes searching for Eric Young. Can't find him, and, uh, and he quotes, which I love, quotes Jack Nicholson's Joker. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Well, actually, no, that was Michael Keaton who said that. My bad. Okay, well, hold on. You're missing the thing because it's like you could put that side to side. It's the same. It's the same thing. Next week, Eddie, Eric Young. Where's Eric Young? I'm like, okay. There's a lot of, lot of screaming in the background. That's all I always know. I was like, God damn, why is everybody yelling for everybody? Eric. <laughs> Eric Young. Oh, that that can be a subtitle for this week's episode. Just Eric Young with lots of exclamation marks. Have you <laughs> seen Eric Young? <laughs> oh boy. Um, meanwhile, on Wrestle House, uh, Tyre has organised a toga party, 
and everybody just gets blind ass drunk. Like that's yep. episode. Especially Taya. <laughs> yep. Can, oh, can I just point out can I just point out how shitty of an actress she is? Yes, yes oh, yeah. you can. Absolutely. <laughs> Especially I know me. I know five year olds that can act drunk better than her. <laughs> it's probably not a good thing, but I'm just saying. Wait, how do you know what a drunk person looks like? You? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Johnny Swinger has somehow convinced Cousin Jake that there's a party game called Fuji, where you throw powder in somebody's eyes and just yell Fuji. What? What What are you all talking about Fuji and Babasada like... Mr. Fuji and the Great Bob and what says I love it. That ha- he used the term that ham and egg. That ham when, uh, and egg duck. When when things open up, you want to try that. Just go, oh. just go out somewhere. Go Dude. go to a club and just yell Fuji. <laughs> you know what it is? I used to hate it just because I'm like, okay, he's just the '80s guy. But now I'm starting to love it just because Johnny Swinger's so goddamn funny. Like his, I look forward to seeing Johnny Swinger. His, his acting has got much better in Russell House. Oh my god, he's great. Like, like here's a guy that was in the original ECW with Simon Diamond. Then he was in the WWE for a short period of time with uh, Johnny Parisi, for those that remember that briefly on Sunday Night Heat. And I mean, before that, he was teaming with your favorite person, Glenn Gilberti, the Disco Inferno, as a part of the NYC with Trinity, the whole nine there. So, I mean, he's come a long way. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I don't know his background. Okay, man, I'm just saying. I mean, he did some WCW extra work, but that was about it, man. You know? um, but he plays a little game of Fuji himself on Crazy Steve. Oh, loved it. Which oh, leads to eyes. match time. Crazy Steve versus I love Johnny Swinger. Though. He's like, well, he blinded me, so this should be a blindfold match. <laughs> he's like, no, what? No. What? And then he's like, okay. Well, and whatever. also the stipulation, the loser has to dress like the winner next week. I was like, okay. Okay, <laughs> this is gonna be interesting. Um, late. Well, let's fast forward to the second part of Russell House, where uh, Rosemary and Larry D are preparing for their date, Lawrence. and everybody's trying to get involved. Oh, sorry, yeah, Lawrence D. Lawrence. And everybody's trying to, you know, talk some sense into her and defend Bravo. Bravo finally steps up. And slaps Lawrence back into Larry D. You know what's funny about Johnny Bravo is like what what he does as this character. Like he can actually wrestle. Like he's one of the trainers at the uh, Can Am school that they have in Canada, where they've had a lot of the BCW stuff and a lot of that Global Forged and a lot of that. Uh, you know what they've done with Gut Check back in the day with Impact. So I think just watching him with his veteran esqueness that he has, and a lot of people don't realize it, just he does so great as the character being the lovable goof, if you will, and just trying to get developed relationship with Rosemary. Dude, I'm loving how all that's coming together, you know? Well, he's finally come clean to Rosemary and Tyre now, and obviously we're going to get a match next week. Winner take all. I don't know what else they're going to get. Probably Tyre's alcohol stock. And Freedom. From Russell House, Freedom 90. I won't let you down. George I don't want Michael Russell House to finish yet, though. I don't want it to finish either, man, but it might be. Maybe they can just let some people out because obviously Ty is not going to want to stay there. Kylie wants her title match. Ace Dawson's just staying in Russell House. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Put Ace Dawson in Russell House. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was like God damn it, the big ass toga. <laughs> 
Oh, locker room talk came back. Speaking of Ace Austin with friggin' him and Madman Fulton and the Rascals, and the Rascals want Madison Rain to come to the treehouse. Yeah, they want some green. They got some greenery. That they do. <laughs> um. So next week, actually, we're gonna get the Rascals versus Ace and Fulton. Hmm. Yeah. That should that should be pretty decent. Yeah, I think. Uh, just there's and where's it? What I don't know what's happened to Trey. You know why? You know what Trey's doing? He's spreading he's his wings and flying away. He's going solo. That's what he's doing. He could be Beyonce and the other two are the rest of the Destiny's Children, you know? Oh, poor Desmond Wes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. Um, so obviously last week EC3 stole Moose's uh, bootleg TNA championship. And this week he's vowed to destroy the TNA championship, which I called... Um, in order to move on from the past. Huh. I like it. But the belt looks so nice. It does. But it makes sense. And I love it. Just because EC3 doing this whole thing, and we know EC3's doing some stuff in Ring of Honor coming up, but yeah, man. I love it. I love it to death, man. Just give me more EC3 on my uh, screen. I think the last time he fought Moose was what? When he was the grand champion like a couple of years ago, right? Remember that? Yeah, oh, yeah. Unfortunately, oh, people remember the Grand Championship. The Grand Championship. Him and Matt Seidel in that feud for it, too. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, maybe it's on. Was it that Ring three round belt? Yes, yeah. it was. That MMA really style. Yep. I liked the look of that belt and I hated the concept. Oh, it was horrible. I mean, every round was like three minutes and it was just meh. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Rex was one of the champions there, Mr. Old Damian oh, Sanders. That's right. Before he turned into, well, that was before he turned into Liberace. The, the I was going to say, I was, like, was that before or after the turn? Yep. That was before. Oh, yeah. Or should I say the closet reveal? Yes. <clears throat> the, uh, the concept wouldn't be bad, except it can't possibly work in wrestling because we all know it's predetermined. Yeah. Facts. Uh, meanwhile, Brian Myers finally gets a victory. When, when oh, the hell was oh. the last time he got a win? Apart oh, from losing him with Zach. Well, I, yeah, and I was going to say solo-wise, I think Apollo Crews in 2016 when he came back and doing the Jeez. whole thing, you know, Kurt Hawkins. Hold on. We got to talk about this because I am so happy to see the Prince of Queens, Brian Myers, getting the chance to do his thing over Willie Mack, Return of the Mack. And you guys know, being a Long Island guy, I always have a soft spot for Mr. Brian Myers. I'm talking about creative pro wrestling out there on Hicksville, Long Island, one of the top schools in the Northeast. So, I mean, getting to see the Prince of Queens, Brian Myers, man. And I can't. I, it sucks because I can't do Kurt Hawkins anymore. But it's fun to do. With the Brian, Myers. Brian Myers. Brian Myers. Yeah, it doesn't have the same rings Glen, to it. Glen Cove, close enough, because that's where he's originally from, Glen Cove, Long Island. So it's close to Queens, but, you know, Glen Cove, Glen Cove. <laughs> I, I didn't like how you had to pull out the full moon of Willie Mac, though. Yeah. I could have passed without that. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of ass. I mean, that's just looking at what he does. Like, I mean, with his whole, with the attire that he has, it's very Mets-esque because he's a big fan of New York Mets and accompanies the body of Major League Baseball over there in New York. But, I mean, look at what Brian Myers done. That's classic heel. And here's why I like it. They're actually getting him to do what he can do because the dude can wrestle. That's why, and I'll be honest with you, I heard you guys talk about Matt Cardona, always there, always ready, Matt Cardona in AEW. Yes, very much wrestling like Zack Ryder there to be not much 
you know, really to it. But when you look at guys like that who really started NYWC, you know, they're coming out to the Backstreet Boys. It's got to be you off the Millennium album, right? You see a lot of dudes coming from a long way, a long, long way, and doing what they did in WWE. Now they're getting a chance and fly away on the independency. Brian Myers and Impact. I don't know what the deal is with Matt Cardone AEW. But all I got to say is, man, let them boys go. Let them go. I'm enjoying what Brian Myers doing. And Willie Mack, man. Willie Mack was pissed. Well, yeah, I'd be too if I fucking lost to a dude and had won a match in like four years. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're supposed to forget that. New beginnings, man. New beginnings. It's a rebirth. It's a new day. Yes, it is. In well, impact even, even worse than that, when was Brian Myers' last win in Impact? When him and Trevor Lee were the tag champs for a week, Dazzy Dangerously. And when was that? said for a week. (laughs) (laughs) Was that 2016 as well? No, I think that was like 2015-ish. Remember? No, yeah, that was 2015. The TNA GFW uh, feud there. And they brought in Brian Myers and him and Trevor Lee were the tag team champions. And they lost it back to the Wolves. Oh, Eddie Edwards and David Richards. Wow. And now Trevor Lee is taking it to the moon. Taking it to the moon, baby, camera. Ah, <laughs> uh, one of the best things on NXT, that guy. <laughs> uh, and finally, Impact ends with the women's Iron Man match. Uh, love Iron Woman match, whatever. Fucking love Great. it. Absolutely loved it. And, you know, these sort of Frantic finishes are very common in Iron Man matches, but they executed it perfectly in this one. Uh, so it gets down to like two minutes left, and Grace is up, wanting nothing. There's a ref bump, and Grace has got a pin, but the ref's out cold. Deanna then uses the belt to go 1-1, and then with literally three seconds to go, Grace taps out to the armbar. one Perfect. It was well, so well done. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, fuck, dude. My wife was trying to sleep last night, and me and my daughter was watching it. <laughs> and we, my wife kept getting pissed off because me and my daughter were just, like, screaming. Just like, shut the up. <laughs> but yeah, it's 1-1. One, one. It's 1-1. One, <laughs> one. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, she's going to hate us next week. If she's if she's trying to take a nap when we're watching NXT next week for that fucking uh, sixty minute Iron Man match oh, uh, on Tuesday because of the NHL playoffs, we're now on Tuesday for NXT next week. Yeah. Huh. <clears throat> uh, well, before we get into NXT, I think it's time for the promo exhibition, which we got for you this week before the promo bowl kicks off next week. It is Cypher versus Daniel Crimmins. Um, so, Mike, uh, obviously you've judged Cypher and you've faced Daniel Crimmins as the judge to judge. So, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you've seen both promos. Yes. Without giving anything away, mm-hmm. what, do you, what do you make of uh, the new dark Daniel Crimmins? I created a monster, and nobody wants to see Dan anymore, so we got serum chopped liver. No, that's not what I think. So, so you uh, you opened Pandora's box. 
Oh, dude. It's one of those things where I'm happy that he's motivated and I could do that for him when we fought each other at a promo slam on the kickoff show. And I did my spectacle, as you politely and eloquently put it there, Mr. Dazzy Dangerously. It's one of the things where if Dan's trying to go in a different direction, whether it be dark, what have you, he's trying to do something different. You know, he wants to prove like, hey, I'm not that Daniel Crimmins that you saw in the inaugural promo climax. I'm not the uh, Daniel Crimmins you saw in the inaugural promo climax, too, if you will. It's one of those things. I just said inaugural twice. My fault. It's one of those things where you twice. see Daniel twice it's one of the things where you see Daniel Crimmins try to do something that he's trying to find himself and I think that's cool sometimes you have to go dark to light then light to dark you have to flip the script if you will but for me if Daniel Crimmins is going to go down that path do what you do but also bring that intensity bring that fire bring that energy that you so eloquently see with all the competitors so for me I just hope Dan keeps doing the damn thing and just staying on his path and trying some ways to you know be creative and have fun and also kick some ass and take names I love you Mary Jane Rick James <laughs> bitch well yeah. speaking of dark and creative uh, obviously Daniel has stepped down as head judge now and he's been replaced by crazy eyes Robert Davis uh, it's gonna be fun judging Robert I cannot wait uh, but that that doesn't start till next week with a promo bowl. This is just an exhibition. There's no winner. There's no loser. But it is Cipher versus Dark Daniel Crimmins. sure that you can see me just making sure that you understand what you what you asked for I just I just want to make sure you realize what you're getting yourself into and you know and this is a reason why you probably shouldn't but right now currently I'm at work and you're making me do this at work you're making me come at you at work like you're you really want me to do this right now at the most hated place on the planet you you're making me do this right now okay well ladies and gentlemen boys and girls feast your eyes on the execution of daniel crimmins he probably doesn't understand what i'm saying at the moment so uh, allow me to speak in his native tongue. He jaba kajaba wamba nana. He probably still don't understand me because I get him confused with Jabba the Hutt every time I see him. So you know, ain't no worries there. But Daniel Crimmins, I gotta say, you calling me out was probably suicide because I don't really think you understand, like. I'm not the person you call out. You don't do that. There are reasons why you don't do that. Daniel Premise, because one, it's me. It's Cypher. You don't call me out. I call you out. You don't knock on my door. I just gently walk in your door, go straight to the refrigerator, and eat that sandwich that you've been keeping in there for weeks, talking about, ooh, I'm going to eat it. But all jokes aside, Daniel Crimmins, look at my track record. 
And I want you to pay close attention because obviously you had a lot to say about my track record. I showed up last, I showed up at the beginning of the year in January before all of this COVID shit happened. I started in January. I've come a long way since then. And I'm not going to let I'm not going to let someone like you, just a little pebble in the road, stop me from doing what I'm going to do at Promo Bowl, and that's take the title from the Demoness. Now, you're trying to tie yourself in with her. You're trying to get in good with her, but let me tell you something. You're not going to get in good with her. And it's just not going to work out, buddy. I'm sorry. But the thing is, right now, Daniel Crimmins, a special surprise, I'm in a room right now that you could probably relate to. I'm in a room right now with the people you've beaten, and this is what they got to say. Oh, wait. There ain't nobody here because you ain't beat nobody. Poor Daniel Crimmins. I would have invited Mike Larkin, but he said his hands are still sore from busting that ass, spanking that ass already, so couldn't bring Michael, but you got me, so. Next time, don't knock on my door. Just write a note, leave a letter or something. Larkin challenged us. We responded. And that should have been it. But you, you saw fit to summon us once more. Big, big mistake, Corn. You see, I'm not like other people you have faced. Not like your friend Travis the Walker Anderson. I'm not Moses. I'm like I'm like nothing you have ever dealt with. You see in the past Daniel may have been an easy target. That's okay. 
And it's true. We are competing in the promo bowl. But that's for the future. For now, let's look at you. You see, I see a lot of a lot of good things in you. I see a lot of potential in you. But you see, the good in you will be your undoing. You see, I look at you, and what, what do I see? I see some wannabe rapper that nobody has ever heard of. I see a nice guy. Well, let me explain to you, Corey, or Cypher, or whatever you want to call yourself these days. Nice guys don't get anywhere in this world. You see, in this world, you have got to be cold. You have got to be conniving and sneaky. You have to be willing to do what the other person won't do. Are they underhanded tactics? To a normal person, yes. But you see, you poked the bear. Now, I want to show you the truth. I want to show you that what happens when you pick on somebody who you shouldn't mess with. I want to show you what's going to happen come promo bowl. What's going to happen when eventually we meet again. You see, we've, saw, we've seen the flames. We've seen their message. We have been called upon by her. You see, in the past, you were so focused on getting to the demoness. <laughs> that didn't work too out. Didn't work too well for you now, did it? Let me make this perfectly clear to you, Mr. Coulter. You will never never get that far again. See, I've watched your promos. I watched you. I thought maybe you could be something. You got a lot farther in the promo than you ever should have. You should have never gotten that far in King of the Mic. And you will not make it to the end and promoable. You see, your end will occur before it even begins. You see, I'm looking into the flames and I see what will happen when again we cross paths. You see, in the future, I will take every little thing you have I will take you apart, piece by piece. I will take what is left of your soul, and I will feed it to you. And I will show you what's left of you. I will show you what happens when you play. Hey, this is Tommy Dreamer. And you're listening to the Match Wrestling Podcast, giving you all your wrestling information to the extreme.
Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Welcome to the Madhouse. This is the voice of Killer Cross. And right about now, we're about to take it to the max. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. That is your promo exhibition. And next week, prepare to enter the promo dome. Yeah, unlike that dome, we ain't going to have any insensitive pictures and stuff in the background. True. Uh, next... a lot of Pikachus. Yeah, yeah, Pikachu's okay. I'll settle for Pikachu. Pikachu. Uh, next week, the promo bowl opens for business. I'm not sure how much news we're going to get through because we open the bowl in a big way with the first two matches. Uh, Daniel Crimmins, as you just saw, will be in action in the first round against the current reigning king of the mic, King Mo the second, Moses Marquez. And we also have Teddy P taking on Chris Maldonado. Evolution's fucking beautiful, bruh. A rematch from uh, Promo Slam 4 Countdown Show. Also, we have an exhibition as Alexander Rowan finally makes his promo debut. Well, I mean, technically he's hacked into a couple of promos, but this is his first solo promo uh, against you, Travis. That's yeah, little bit. You let him in. Let me in. Hey, I, the red eyes, man. The red X's on my eyes. I just knew that motherfucker was targeting me. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm going to piss him off real good next week. Well, you got a promo title match there, too. Yeah, and double duty. Travis is also getting his rematch against the current champion, promo champion, the DMS. That's why I'm going to piss him off. Because <laughs> I got bigger things to focus on. I'm just saying, man. Vested interest in the promo championship, man. I cannot wait to see what you two do, man. After what we saw at Promo Mania was any indication. I mean, you two, vested interest, man. Gonna be good. Gonna be good. Um, well, good. I, I went. I went a certain way hey, against her at Promo Mania. We all know how that turned out. So I'm definitely gonna uh, mix it up. And I kind of liked what I did. Uh, at promo slam so i might keep that same thing going i don't know yet i know you gotta honor your cousin i understand okay, <laughs> if, I, if i can give you if i can give you any advice as a guy that went had two shots had one that failed horribly revamped came at it a whole different direction don't underestimate nothing and bring your a plus game oh yeah absolutely Especially hey she's now. been in this thing Hey, she's been in this for a, a little over a year and only been defeated once. And yep. next week, she's going to be defeated twice. Ooh. Oh, strong words. Uh, oh. Yeah, you're definitely going to need your A game. As of tomorrow, she will tie Emir, the original promo champion, for longest reign. And, of course, on Saturday, she will become the longest reign in promo champion. You go, girl. Uh, she's already got the most defenses with three. Uh, Travis, Mike, and Amir all had two. That's cool. And the other guy had one. Um, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody who didn't even get to defend his championship was the new NXT champion, Karrion Cross, who opened up NXT last night. Uh, confirming, of course, that he had a separated shoulder and has to relinquish the belt, and it absolutely sucks. Yeah, I'm so pissed off we don't get to see the, that title reign. 
that was Killer Cross coming out there at the end. You know, when every time sold the end, everybody pays its whole TikTok. That was Killer Cross coming out there. That wasn't Carrie Cross. That was Killer Cross. Was that, was that it was great. First time we've actually heard him speak on NXT. Dude's such an eloquent speaker anyway, man. Like the Yeah, maybe not video form. Oh, yeah. Well, he doesn't need to speak because the eyes tell the story. Well, he speaks, but the eyes tell the story. And that's kind of yeah. like what we saw on Impact. Yeah, I mean, usually you just get, like, his eyes on screen and then his voice, but I think this was the first time we've seen him actually cut a promo in the middle of the ring. Yes. Yes. But if um, I can, I got to get this one thing off my chest real quick, because social media is this this thing that everybody has to do. I All day yesterday, I get all fucking, on every goddamn fucking, uh, fucking news feed, called it, called it, yeah. called it, called it. Motherfucker, did you not see his shoulder? Everybody that shit was it. fucked up. You really think he was gonna? I'm gonna muscle it up, defend my. No, you didn't call shit. He was fucking hurt. You knew goddamn well it was a separated shoulder, and he wasn't gonna have the fucking t- belt no more. You didn't call a motherfucking thing. Triple H even confirmed you... it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I was like, you knew the day after the show. Oh fuck, his title reigns fucked. And I mean, <laughs> cool, dude. If you watch the video where they're he's working, they're working on his shoulder. You could just see that his facial expressions like. Not only oh, that, you can yeah. see the giant dip. Yep. <laughs> like his his like tricep and his shoulder are like nope, nope. They don't fucking like it's, nope, nope. I mean, Scarlett didn't do him any favors after he won the match by punching him in the chest. <laughs> yeah, oh. right. <laughs> nice going. Sure. But I mean, he smiled so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, but of course, it's every dark cloud has a silver lining, as we already announced. Uh, William Regal decided on a fatal four-way, 60-minute Ironman match for the vacant championship next week. Johnny Gargano, Finn Balor, Tommaso Ciampa, and Adam Cole, baby. By the way, speaking of Adam Cole really quickly, goddamn Pat McAfee. That was amazing. What a debut. See, I, I knew this was going to happen. I, I tell y'all, and I tell y'all, and I tell y'all, and nobody wants to believe. But then this kid goes out there, and he has a basic-ass fucking wrestling match, shows off athleticism, and the only thing he needs to work on is his goddamn tie-ups. Because those were <laughs> fucking bad. Those were bad. But hey, I, you know what, dude? I, I couldn't hit a fucking moon, a standing moonsault like that. His moonsault landing on his feet the vertical the fucking air he got off of that senton into the the fuck on the undisputed air i was like the whole thing was great everything yeah. about that was great and he flipped for the panama sunrise oh right on his fucking head <laughs> and then just like uh mike here he sends us the uh, the little clip that he has of is he gonna wrestle again he's just like look uh i woke up the next day and everything was sore and then I came in here on Monday, and I'm still kind of sore. And uh, today's Tuesday, and I'm fucking sore. I'm sorry. It's it ain't, it's it ain't like, ballet. Fucking ain't right. It's not ballet. Uh, and of course, we but, got the we got the question in our in our group: who had the better debut, Pat McAfee or Dominic Mysterio? Hands McAfee. down, Pat McAfee. If he comes back and has any other match, I'm all about it. Yeah. Me too. I mean, Dominic wasn't. A bad debut at all. It just no, but when you get hyped up with all the training that you had, Lance Storm and all the other guys, it's it, I expect you to know something. Hmm. And then your I fucking be, dad's Rey Mysterio. It, it also hurt being no holds barred because instead of just showing his wrestling ability, he was just beating Seth up or or getting and, beat up. And friggin' Angie has to come out, man. 
Oh, Some and Angie. Only thing that was missing was Samoa Joe. Angie. Right? <laughs> or CM Punk friggin' singing happy birthday to Princess Aaliyah with Angie looking all disgusted. Yeah. There's that one, too. All I know is, is like when Dom, when when uh, it looked like Seth was gonna go after his mom, dude. Dom flipped that fucking switch. You don't mess with a Mexican's mom, bro. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Those uh, are some real mama's boys. Well, we just mentioned Champa, but before we get to his return, uh, Breezango had a new tag team champions with a win over Imperium. Dude, shocking as hell. Good for dude, him. Seven years. He's been on the main roster and he's been around Fandango. Finally, wins the championship? Tyler Breeze. Five years, finally wins the championship. I was ecstatic. I loved it because they could go and they're good. They're good. I was very happy to see it, even though Bartell and Eichner look like to be going back to NXT UK because that's coming back September 17th. So, yeah, they're yeah. going to be back to Walter. That, that's fine. I need them with Walter. Yeah. Yep. I need Walter, damn it. We also just need to see Walter. Yes. Well, we saw something, though. We saw Wade Barrett on commentary. Oh, that was great. Yeah, he was awesome on commentary. But it still makes me ask the question, like, is he going to hang out? Did he sign a contract? Was this a one-night thing? Well, I know he, he says he's said coming he's back, back next, next week. week. Yeah. But, I mean, like, how often is he going to say I'm coming back next week? Uh, I don't know what's going on with Morrow. I guess he's just covering for him. No, he he had a family emergency. Like, somebody, uh. I, 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 if I, I don't want to say it like that, but I do know, it, I know it's family-related, and he had to go back to British Columbia. That's all I know for sure. And like you were saying, Daz, Nigel, I believe, is stuck in the UK. Yeah, and as for Beth Phoenix, she's just playing the Invisible Woman. Mm-hmm. No, she's not, because Invisible means also quiet, and she's annoying. <laughs> you know, not a fan of Beth Phoenix on commentary? I'm, I'm not really a biggest not. fan. I feel like she's trying <clears throat> a little too hard. And that's fine. I can understand that. You know, you, this is a brand new thing, and you're you're trying to work it out. But then I think what really killed me is when when Pat McAfee showed up that one week and he's on commentary and he made her quit. And I'm like, he didn't really do anything besides talk shit, which was like everything every goddamn heel did in the mid-90s on, when Vince McMahon's sitting right next to him. It's the same shit. Who cares? Like, oh. I'm not, Vince didn't say, oh, you guys, you're making fun of these guys. I'm out of here. Or Paul Heyman and really? JR. Yeah, it's, thank you. That's that was part so of the good. He pushed his buttons so many times just to get a reaction. <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny as hell. Oh, I did. I never noticed until last night that Beth Phoenix isn't actually there. Yeah, she's never there. They also were, were alongside Beth Phoenix, and then she's not there, and then she just starts talking from nowhere. Like I, I was legit just playing along, just laughing, just because I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about out of all the John Cena jokes and whatnot. Oh, and, and then last night I was watching. I'm like, okay, this all makes sense now. <laughs> but I don't know where she's like. Obviously, she must be recording from home. But I don't know how they're doing it because it sounds like they're perfectly sat the next to each other. We're doing it. Well, I, I mean, I can drive up the road and find out if she's at home. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Well, you live close to where Edge and Beth Phoenix live. Yeah, yeah. No, Less it's just. It's all rem- uh, remote recordings, so they get like it's like they pretty much do like the audio for like a podcast while they're watching the show, but then they rec- they record it. It's really weird and interesting, hmm. but you if you if you pay attention to like Morrow 
if you remember that takeover where like you could see him sitting on his couch, you could see his entire setup like right there on the table. And they're just, they're just like having like a Skype call, but they record that audio, paste it with everything else. Very simple. But uh but yes, very very clean. Yeah. Uh, that must be some great equipment. Yeah, you're telling me. Well, speaking of living that close, you know, like we've had just Travis sitting outside observing squirrels. One day we're just going to be recording and he's going to go, yeah, it's Edge and Beth Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking wish. <laughs> See, the thing is, is uh, Edge uh, did a video. I think it was for uh, one of the WWE uh, behind the scenes shows on the network and there's a uh, Sundays are his cheat days and he goes to the same place every Sunday to get his cheat meal which are donuts and there's this little donut shop downtown Asheville I know exactly where it is <laughs> it's just my lazy ass can't get up at fucking 6 o'clock in the morning to get up there in time <laughs> I was gonna say, you know where he's at, you know all this shit, and you like you have yet to get a picture. Yeah, I know, right? That's the thing. All right, well, I mean, with COVID and everything, and in the town that they live, um, like he's basically also next door neighbors with um, um, Dash now too. Um, like uh, Wilder, or just bought a house uh, down the road from him. Um, and plus, oh, and cash. Like, they're always, yeah, uh, uh, and then like you look on, they're on this side of me, and the exact same distance from them, but on the opposite side of me, that's where Braun Strowman lives, or it's from. So I'm damn surrounded by all these motherfuckers, and I know where all of them hang out. It's just <laughs> my lazy ass. I'm too goddamn lazy to go and fuck over there. <laughs> Exactly. Goddamn <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, the thing with Edge is like, it's kind of weird to just, you know, go downtown Asheville where there is everything's closed because it's a freaking Sunday morning at six, seven o'clock in the morning. And he gets the VIP treatment and gets to come in an hour early before they open. Get you some donuts. Yeah, I know. So I, I mean, I can't just go. Or there. Oh, what an asshole! Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I'm gonna get up there sooner, soon enough. Hey. If I, I, I'm gonna get up there. I will say this about the Carolinas: there is one human being from the Carolina who needs to just get an ass whooping, and that is that dude that stalks on your Deville and went into the home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, as well yeah. as everybody First else off, that kept sending him messages. Fuck. Yeah, go ahead, that, Moses. No, that that dude. I, I really hope that people find out just exactly how fucking creepy you are, dude, because you're going to find out what they do to creepy dudes like that in jail. Yep. And you're going to you're gonna learn the hard way why you don't fuck with people just for the sake of fucking with people. And all these stupid text messages, you fuckers are going to learn, too. You think you're not going to get caught. Guess what? You're going to get caught. And then these big old nice smiley guys in jail that you think aren't going to fuck with you, oh, they're going to fuck with you every goddamn day. And it's going to be glorious. It's going to be absolution. Oh. Redemption to its fullest. This, she's been through so much, poor girl. 
mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I'm glad they decided to change the whole step so she didn't have to shave her head. Yeah, I'll give it but the time the off. Same, but at the same time, it's like, now you got to get out of Florida because it's stupid people. And that's where your job is. Ridiculous. Yeah, I just hang around with Triple H. Fucking A, right? <laughs> I'm not fucking fucking with that dude. <laughs> Hell no. Um, Slanchammer so, everywhere he goes. Like we mentioned, there was a return on NXT, which was Tommaso Ciampa, who squashes Jake Atlas. Oh, poor Jake Atlas. Well, that yeah, that wasn't the worst no, no, no. of it. He didn't squash him. He, he, he killed him. He squashed him in the murder. match and then killed him. I don't know yeah. what was worse, the the the, the you know the the mo- the murdering on fucking Raw or the actual live murder on fucking television. Stop! He's already man. dead, dude. He was already. Are you kidding me? He fucking murdered this dude and it was like, oh, he's on the stretcher. Ah, I'm gonna fucking DDT him right on his forehead. Oh, I was like, bro. I've missed Evil Champa. Right. I wrote on the Facebook, so I was like, yep, oh, he's super dead. Everybody says dead. Oh, him dead. He's so dead. Him dead. You know, he dead dead. And I'm like, nope, super dead. <laughs> I tell you, he did. <laughs> oh, yeah, I say he did. Colonel, <laughs> no, he he did. Oh man. So, like in the Fatal Four Way next week, we're gonna have Ultimate Heel Champer plus oh, Heel Home Husband Guy Johnny Gargano. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell his gimmick is anymore. Ladder, I'm not fixing my home. First and foremost, <laughs> I home. just I love the turn. He's like, I'm gonna win the NXT North American Championship, and then friggin' turns heel Gargano, and I'm gonna take over NXT, doing it the Gargano way, and then just friggin' back to normal. And I'm just like, okay, all right. I like I thought it was cool at the beginning, but I'm be honest with you, I'm kind of just getting sick of that whole entire shit. Just every time they're at home and they're all friggin' normal, and then it turns to, and then he's a heel. You know, I just like ugh. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed Candice's promo on Tegan. Yeah, oh, that I did enjoy because that's yeah. history. I look forward to seeing that match. I right, think though. I think the best part I think the best part of the entire show though was uh, uh, Robert Stone that ran over. Yes, <laughs> that tank went right up his ass. <laughs> well, so as someone who has seen Robbie E from the beginning, Mister Rob Echoes when he used to team with a pasty ginger by the name of Billy Bax in NYWC, and he also used to team with Matt Stryker back in the day and doing his thing, fist-pumping impact. That dude, I'm going to say this right now, he's fucking funny. I laugh every yeah, time. and I'm, He's hilarious. He's great. Like, the fact that he took that right in the asshole, finger-popping each other's assholes, right in the asshole, friggin' with the tank. I died, I laughed. Shotzi Blackheart, and last night Moses Marquez and Travis got an awakening that yes, she did sell her poo for five dollars. But I digress. It's one of the things. <laughs> it's one of the things. It's just so funny, and I died. It was great. I'm gonna shut up. Okay. You, see, oh, the, the the thing with that is, is like I love. I said it last night. I'll say it again. I love Shotzi. but I don't love her that much. But at the same time, I don't know why. But I look at her. I'm like, I can see it. <laughs> She looks like that type of person to do that. <laughs> She's the type of person to sell her poo and then ram a tank right up your ass. Yeah. First and foremost, I'm just happy she got her gear back because that's another ass. Yes. She's getting robbed. Oh. That just, like, you're going to fucking break into her car? 
take her shit. But then, hey, hands hands off to the fucking creative crew. They tried to have a helmet ready for her, like, ASAP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was good. Can, can we stop terrorizing NXT, uh, WWE talent, please? Yeah, like, yeah. really? What the fuck is wrong with people? Oh, they're celebrities, so they can afford this bullshit. It's like that dude that constantly stalks the performance center who should just be in jail already. Even Did that dude get shot? No. I don't think so. I yeah, swear to God, they said he got shot. shot. Did he get shot? I did not even hear about this. Oh, wow. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> who was he trying to get after again? Um, oh, Lacey you... Evans was there. Yes. Dana... Yeah. Dana Brooke. There you go. Stop being weirdos. It... Yeah, all I know is, is like I remember the whole thing. He's like outside there, like flexing. He's trying to do like the Shawn Michael thing, and then a couple seconds later, he's got a bunch of bullet holes in him. Him, oh. him dead. Him dead. <laughs> um, we might we we skipped over another return, very surprising oh, return. Oh, Austin Theory. Yeah. Uh, oh. Interrupting Bronson Reed. That slap. That slap. Yeah, he deserved that it. That slap. That slap was for every fucking dad of a teenage daughter. That's what that slap was. There you go. He, Jesus, Stephanie's going to have to make a return on television just to slap somebody to make people forget that, you know, hey, remember, I'm the slapping people around here. There's not this fucking guy. Yeah, there's been a lot of slaps recently in WWE. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're making up for it because Stephanie can't be at a performance center. She seems to be stuck at home. That's what I'm saying. She's the only one allowed to slap people. Now everybody else is slapping people. Linda, my mom was a good slap. Yeah, she was. Everything else, not so much. Yeah. No. Like taking a stunner. Oh. No, I was more just talking about her very robotic promos. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, because she also can't take a stunner. And the, the miraculous recovery at WrestleMania 17. Oh, Linda <laughs> rose from her chair. And the great thing is you see Vince sort of spread his legs ready for the kick. Go ahead, kick me in the grapefruits. <laughs> Lay it in there, Linda. Uh-huh. Genetic jackhammer no more. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, he probably didn't have many genetics anyway after all those steroids. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, uh... We had a crew. <laughs> I can't even segue to the next match. <laughs> More like well, a genetic croquet segue, hammer. Just, just segue like Vince McMahon's legs. Oh! <laughs> and spread into the next match, which was for the Cruiserweight Championship. <laughs> Santos Escobar, bro. And Isaiah Swerve Scott. I had flashbacks, Luge Underground. Thank you. I was just going to say, the last time I saw this match, both dudes had masks. Yep. And this was a loaded mask. You've heard of loaded forms. Thank loaded you. Mask. Thank you. Okay. You want to know? what? This is one of the big reasons why I fucking love Mike. Mike, who was the dude best known for the loaded mask? Oh, my God. Well, I know Cowboy Bob Orton with the form, but the loaded mask. I, I, it's a Lucha Libre wrestler, and I, I should know this. Okay. Who was it? No. Mr. Wrestling. Oh, Mr. Oh, you're going back all that way. I was thinking Lucha Yeah. That's right. All right. Mr. Wrestling used to use a loaded mask all the time. And then I think it was the, uh, and then the, uh, uh, not the Assassins. uh, Or, yeah, yeah, the Wrestling Assassins, one and two. Okay. There you go. And they followed up again in the 80s. All right. 
You got me on that one. Wow, I knew Mike, Mr. Mike just got schooled. That's okay. It's fine. I don't know everything, so it's all right. I can learn something new. We all learn something new, even the podcast. I mean, you should just... do, Mr. 400 fucking days. Well, 600-something right? days. I, I, was, I was talking about the rain, the one rain on its own. Oh, okay. Not combined. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> simmer down, simmer down. All right, well, still, Mr. Wrestling, yes, very nice. So, <laughs> anyway, the loaded mask. Fuck the loaded mask. That was cool though, just because it's different, and we've hardly ever seen like any like a loaded mask like Moses just said, Mister Wrestling. I thought that was cool. It was a different nuance, you know. Nice, nice tribute as well. Yes. Yeah. We only recently yeah. lost Mister Wrestling. Yeah. Really good match. Excellent finish. Mm. Like it's gonna play. It's gonna play in, and then you know, I'm eventually watch. He's just gonna start showing up to the ring in the mask. I don't know. It's gonna, they're going to work it out. It's going to be something cool, though. It'll yeah. be good. Um, now, obviously, we had Kyle O'Reilly versus Drake Maverick. Um, obviously, yeah. we knew which way this one was going to be. Kyle O'Reilly's clearly coming into his own as a kind of leader. Hint, um, hint of Undisputed Era. What, what are we doing now? Is it, Are we going to have Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish against um, Drake Maverick and Killian Bobby Dane? Well, Bobby Fish. God, I, this really fucked me because Fish and Stronger... Obviously, jump in the ring, they start the post-match attack. Killian Dane runs down to make the save. Now, while he's running down the ramp, Roddy mm-hmm. Strong is holding a chair. I saw that. And as soon <laughs> as Dane enters the ring, he drops the chair to go and punch him. Why? Just use the fucking strong, chair. Because maybe after a few punches, I can backbreak him. <laughs> you know? if, I, if I surprise him with a punch, then I can pick up the chair again and then hit him with a chair. No, just hit him with a chair. That's, that's to make too much sense. We're going to have a fight. I'm going to drop a weapon. Why? He's like, because he would see it coming. And he'd block um, But no, I don't expect Maverick to team with Killian Dane because Killian Dane then dropped Maverick. We killed him. Yeah. Poor fucking Drake Maverick. Everybody this guy died. pours his heart out and he's just getting killed every week. Yeah, he's just like, thank you. <laughs> Bang. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. Poor Drake Maverick. And I like Drake Maverick. But yeah, it's just... <laughs> oh, isn't isn't, isn't it bad enough he still hasn't consummated his marriage because he still hasn't won back the 24-7 title? <laughs> <laughs> Those things are blue. Uh, <laughs> dark blue. Purple, even. Um, a main event, Moses, you said you didn't really care much for it, was Dakota and Raquel versus Io and Rhea. Okay, I'm going to say this right now. I cannot wait for Mercedes Martinez versus Rhea Ripley. Yeah, we need that now. I need her to stop interfering in these fucking matches. Like, have a goddamn match. And then, fucking the, the goddamn Giant Gonzalez's daughter out here, Raquel Gonzalez, doing nothing. Fucking nothing. <laughs> and I still would rather see her in EO against fucking Dakota in EO any day. Well, okay, hold on. Ra- Ra- Jesus, man. Raquel Gonzalez or whatever. Okay, Raina Gonzalez, Raquel Gonzalez, what have you. I still I still call her Raina because she was in the May Young Classic. So her thing is just she's brute, she's strong, 
pump handle slam, whatever the hell that is, one, two, three. And I get it what they're doing, but I'll be honest with you. I have to agree with Mr. Moses Marquez over here. After seeing her in the Mae Young Classics and just her overall wrestling, I'd rather see Mercedes Martinez, the vet that she is, with friggin' Rhea Ripley than Flotch and Rhea go against Reina Gonzalez or Raquel Gonzalez. And yes, it is in real life that they are the best of friends. They call themselves R&R. But still, it's just like, you know, not, in the, not, I'm not Reina Gonzalez, eh. She's got the stature, but I'm just like, eh. Not a fan of Mr. Raquel Gonzalez. I'm kind of in with it. You know what I'm saying? Somebody called her uh, Big Mommy Cool. She's trying to be decent, but Diesel actually did more. Yes. And he well, made it look ask, decent. Well, well, if you ask Jim Cornette, he only had five fucking moves, goddammit. Everybody did in the 90s. Well, it's more than Raquel. Yes, that's true. Well, that is true. Yes, everybody did in the 90s. You're correct on that. Every, everybody had five of their own moves, and then everybody did a hip toss. And an arm bar and a suplex and a body slam. Arm drags. And arm, arm drags. drags. Arm and, oh, bar. And, dro- and drop toe holds. Yes, and the Jericho arm bar. On the and also there. everybody did the whip into the ropes, then bend over ready for a back drop and then get kicked in the face. Drop everybody did that in the 90s. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, well, that was NXT. Obviously, there was no AEW uh, last night. We had it right, on hold- Saturday. All right, I got a comment on this. Mimosa and the bubbly and the friggin' vat there, whoever wins with Jericho and Orange Cassidy, my God. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> what? But only Jericho could make it work. But, but what? Like, like, what are no, we it's, doing? It's really off the wall, but I, I, I kind of like it. I don't. I really don't. I'm lying. If, if I'm it was so anybody else, it wouldn't work. But you got yeah, Jericho, who's a creative genius, and then you got Orange Cassidy, who's just as cartoonish as they come. Yeah, well, then this is where I also get to thank Brian Myers, because we get the greatness that is MJF against John Moxley now, which I cannot wait for. He's fucking crying as he's, like, cutting his fucking Yeah, he up. cried real it's tears. It's a very dangerous move. Pay, pay the man extra. That's so well, good. Yeah, he's just he's good. That's all you can really say about Mr. Maxwell Jacob Freeman. He's so good, good. Oh, that's why I'll be honest with you. Like, and everybody I saw was complaining because when he started doing the campaign stuff, he's like, "Oh, he's copying EC3," and I'm like, "Yes, they've done that, but still, it works." And if you could have a cocky little some bitch like him, you know what I'm saying? You well, cannot go wrong with that. Let's be honest, though. MJF took it a little bit further than EC3 did. That yep. he did. He well, he here's the thing that he did not have. He did not have the great barbershop quartet that EC3 had. For he's the number one contender. For he's the number one contender. <laughs> I love that. He had a barbershop quartet for what he that was the awesome. champ and what he was the number one contender. It was awesome. <laughs> um, but oh man, Dynamite ending last week was just chaos. Oh. Brody Lee just putting a whooping on that boy Cody. Cody's dead. It, 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 it was like it was like a so horror film. Off. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely pissed off about that. I know what? you were you were really angry, I... Mister Fuck Dark Order over there. Yeah, man. Fuck Dark Order. Fuck Brody Lee. They could have done so much better with him. I don't like this gimmick. Uh, said it before he even debuted in AEW. I do not want him with Dark Order. Go watch BTE. You'll change your mind. No, I won't. Because yes, I have. 
Well, it's hilarious, and you're and you're terrible. Okay, if you don't like it. okay, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is funny. Don't get me wrong, but I don't like it though. I, I he could be so much bigger and better without the Dark Order gimmick. By the way, it's not like a rumor that they're going to put Eric Redbeard in the Dark Order now to have friggin' Harper and Rowan back together. Oh, can we please stop uh, reuniting them? Somebody yes. had said that they was like a spoiler that he had already already debuted in AEW. I have yet to see it. I have yet to um, see but, that. I mean, unless these guys are taping like a fucking month in advance, I don't know. Well, and he's not going to be Rowan anymore because he can't, so now he's just going to be Eric Redbeard. Stupid. Yep. Mm. Eric Redbeard. Yeah. I mean, I did. I I dug the ending of last week. I think it was the best they've done so far with Dark Order. I, yes. it had, for me, it had a feel of the Manson family committing a murder on yes. live TV. Mm-hmm. And he even so, punched John Anderson. Yes. yes. <laughs> I, I was like, no, don't punch her. And after but I all, did pop when Arn started beating people up. All this chaos, all <laughs> these guys getting laid out and everything, and then Brandy still decides to come out and jump in front of him. God damn it, Brandy! I'm damn I'm man. very happy they didn't they didn't win that tournament though. People would have raged. God, I'm gonna, I'm sorry to cut you off. Thank God, friggin' Evil Lisa Diamante won. I was so happy to see that. Yes, exactly. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't I was, not agree more. Because I was also laughing at the people when the tournament began, saying, "Oh, she's just booked herself to win the tournament." Nope. Negative. Nope. Also, we didn't have to see any more Cameron. Oh, Yay. Girl by apropos that she says it. Girl by get the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay, because uh, you gotta understand. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Friggin' from the days of Melina versus Alicia Fox, and I get to get this off my chest, so let me get this really quickly. Melina versus Alicia Fox as her best match because she's new into watching wrestling, and then she's a funkadactyl, and then she turns heel, and then friggin' covers Naomi the wrong fucking way, you stupid son of a bitch. And then she voluntarily goes back down to NXT, and she still absolutely sucks. You get an A for yes. effort for trying. But you still absolutely suck. Thank you, Des. You still absolutely suck. And then all of a sudden you just turn up on AEW. Turn up. You know what I'm saying? Turn up from the floor. Turn down for what? And it's like, you still suck. Get the fuck out. And she did. You all, you also pronounced her name wrong. What? Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. It's not right unless you say it like Noam Dar. Noam Dar is the fucking man, man. Um, so thanks to all this scheduling shifting around, we have Dynamite tonight. Um, by the time some of you listen to this, it'll probably be yesterday. Um, <laughs> but the, lineup, <laughs> the lineup is, in case you haven't already seen Dynamite, for those watching it on a Friday or a Saturday or a Sunday, uh, is Sammy Guevara versus Matt Hardy in a table match. Oh yeah. Uh, please bolt all chairs to the floor. <laughs> Please, the heavy one. God, this is gonna be freaking brutal. Yeah. Did you see the chair that Matt pulled out yes. from under the ring? Yeah. It was freaking cushioned. <laughs> it was cushioned, but it wouldn't fold. Yeah, that's the <laughs> same kind of chair that he he that he got his head thrown, you know, his head busted open with. It's it's all just this giant solid mass of a thing. I mean. Man. I think Sammy should have called an audible, really. I mean, if he knew the chair wouldn't fold, instead of throwing it, just go and hit him with it. 
At least you well, can do he that thought safely. he could get his hands up and block it, and I guess what he didn't realize is, holy shit, this thing's heavy, <laughs> and he, you know, in the heat of the moment. And I, yeah, I would have thought that too. I would have been like, no. But I mean, you would you have really like been making fun of him if he decided to pick up this chair up? No, nah, that one's I don't like that one. And then went for a different one. But if it even mattered. No, the one he couldn't fold, I, I would rather he would, he'd have just gone over to him and hit him with it physically instead of throwing it at him. Yeah. Like hit um, him in the gut. But we also have a gauntlet to determine who faces Kenny Omega and Hangman at All Out. It features FTR, the Young Bucks, best friends, best friends, and a natural nightmare. Best friends, yes. Okay, well, I'm going to say right now, it's not going to be the natural nightmares. It's not going to be um, That's right. Young Bucky's. Lucha Brothers and uh, Young Bucks already have a match scheduled for uh, All Out. It's a ladder what match. What? They do? With an FTR, baby. That was last year. Oh, yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? You ruined I it. I just saw it. Uh, yeah, they've been replaying it, last year's All Out. They replayed on YouTube. That's true. Yes, that's true. To make up for not being on Wednesday, uh, they've been showing like what, old shows. Yeah, they put on. all of All Out on, was on YouTube. Say, was there Trump, like a? There? Was there like a special um, yeah, name for it? Oh, the uh, Escalado oh. del Escalado Muerto. del something. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe death. it was an old advertisement then. Okay. Well, the problem is, is like I guess it's around the same date, or the exact same date, so it keeps fucking it up. It, it is confusing. Help. It is very confusing. Uh, we also have a contract sign in. Everybody has to have a contract sign in these days for yep. Marks and MJF. Um, Jonathan. That's also what I like about it because he keeps calling him Jonathan. Jonathan. Well, it's Jonathan. Jonathan good. It is, but it's just funny listening to him calling Jonathan because it reminds me of when CM Punk used to call Randy Orton Randall. Randall. Wait a minute. What, what's uh, what's Moxley's middle name? If, if, it start, if it starts with a B, that's brilliant. Oh, it's David. Oh, Damn it, Moxley's parents. You should have called him something beginning with B, then it would have been Johnny B. Good. Right. Go, Johnny, go. Go. Go, Johnny, go. go. Instead, he's Johnny D. Good. You got that new sound that you listen to? This is your cousin Marvin. Back to the future, baby. Yeah, cousin Marvin. Listen to this. Ah, Love you know that new sound movie. you've been looking for? Listen to this. Oh, that's a shame. Renee Young didn't take his name. Her name would have been Renee Good. She good. Cool. Yeah, she's good. <laughs> yeah, she's good. That's good. Speaking of Renee, any? Do you really? Do you guys think she's going to AEW? Oh. Nah, I could see maybe like a ESPN thing. I mean, Charlie Caruso does some stuff with ESPN. That'd be cool. They should, she has mm-hmm. connections there. So, I mean, I would see something more like an ESPN, maybe like Fox Sports. Something. I, would I, would also, say Fox I wouldn't fault her if she went to AEW. What's that? I, I still wouldn't fault her if she went to AEW, though. Oh, yeah, no. No, I'm thinking Fox myself. Uh, somebody told me that there's a big pause. Like, don't be surprised if she ends up on the NHL network. And I'm like, oh, that's right. She is well, yeah, Canada. Canada. She's Canadian and a big hockey fan. Yep. Maybe she'll get well, a cooking show. She right? might take, yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Maybe get a cooking show. or, or Oh, yeah, I heard about From that with her cookbook. Mm-hmm. Say, yeah, cookbook. Everybody's disappointment when she said she's got a big announcement coming and it was a cookbook and everybody's like, that made me laugh. I died. 
By the way, there's one thing that's great about AEW in a way, Aaron, on all these different um, days now because of the schedule, like the NBA playoffs and all that stuff. Moses Marquez, I got to say this to you, man. The fact that you were getting all in your many ways bowed up, that friggin' dynamite aired like a half an hour after the damn NBA game made me laugh because I saw you getting all angry on your friggin' posts in RWT. Well, because, okay, like, here's the thing. Being a sports fan, I already know how it is. Anytime oh, yeah. there's a fucking NBA game, it could say five minutes left. Guess what? If it's fucking close, expect 15 because yeah. it's going to go. And then in the final two minutes, everybody's going to get fouled all fucking day long. And then they're going to take a free throw and then time out. And then they're going to hit. It's just like, come on, bro. We need to figure out something else. You either need to start it on fucking YouTube Started on fucking TBS. What the hell is on TBS at fucking 3 p.m. on a Saturday? What, old-ass family guys that you can't push? Like, come on, dude. Figure out something else. I'm yeah. just saying. Especially, I mean, the, the well, I mean, now it doesn't look like the playoffs are going to be a thing, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, all this rant could be for nil, but, you know, heaven forbid they decide to go back. They need to have a backup plan. Like I said, YouTube is a good idea. TBS is another good idea. Just some, even if it's only like half an hour, like it's a half an hour time slot. It's not that big a deal. But get us that, get us the start of the show, and then when it's time to kick it in, you can go straight to the action. They they didn't do too bad on on Saturday. No, that still did pretty good. About normal, especially with takeover like overlapping the last hour or so as well. And mm. they still won every uh, every demo. Of course, demo guard. <laughs> and 50 plus. Um, there's also one more match for tonight that we haven't mentioned. It's the return to the ring of Britt Baker. Oh. Yay! Uh, Big Swole versus Britt Baker, Penelope Ford, and Reba. Apparently, she's officially named Reba now. <sighs> if she if she climbs to the top to do a moonsault and climbs back down again, it'll make my night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what it is, too, with Reba when she was Rebel in Impact Wrestling? Man, I got to say this right now. When she was a part of the Dollhouse and the Menagerie, I thought she sucked badly. But then she, like, hey. improved a little bit. What? <laughs> I love the Menagerie. I know you love the Menagerie. I'm saying her, not, not – I'm not talking about Crazy Steve and the freak. No, Rob I thought Terry. she was great, too. Uh, hold on, man. I'm talking – all right. Wait a minute. I was talking about wrestling-wise, not looks-wise, man. You know what you're doing. Oh, okay. You know what you're saying. <laughs> right? Stop it. I know what you're doing. Like, stop it. All right? Like, I know where you're going here. Anyway, I digress. So, it goes back to Reba. Like, when she was it's on... It's only NXT, because I've met Rebel. I know you have, man. I know. You, you lucky son of a bitch. So, With Crazy <laughs> Steve. Shut up. So, when <laughs> she was doing stuff at NXT at a tryout with her and Amber Nova. Like, I mean, yo, she has improved. I think she did a couple of works, like I mentioned, with Katie Flores. But I, I like Reba. I think she's funny with Britt Baker and Penelope Ford. Oh, man. Man, Penelope Ford. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of went off then when you said Penelope Ford. Yeah, well, you're not a Penelope Ford. Yeah, she's hot. No, no, I mean, I went off in a good way. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I started envisioning. <laughs> also, I digress on, on another note. Going back to Crazy Steve, if anybody's interested, his autograph is basically a smiley face. That's great. I love it. <laughs> See, you know, I love that. No one has a better autograph than Jeff Hardy. Oh, that is true. I, I do. It, it, 
I don't know what it is about his autograph. It's it's just so cool. Yes. Well, I mean, it's it's basically a work of art when Jeff gets a pen in his hand. Mm -hmm. I was going to totally mention I I, I like... I like Jeff Hardy's autograph so much, I decided to put it on my skin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, there, yes, that's the preview for tonight's Dynamite. And, of course, Brody Lee, Mr. Brody Lee, will be celebrating being a new TNT champion. Celebration. Was was that actually pieces of the old belt in the bag that he smashed over Cody's head? It sure sounded like. Yeah. Sounded like real shit to me. Yeah, it's like you, you could hear it just clinking and when he dumped it on him. God damn, Cody. Like, damn. Cody's going to kill himself for that damn company. Hey, mm-hmm. hey he really is, that, though. You think that he used the same sledgehammer that he broke the throne? So. <laughs> 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 I really, really hope so. Ah, Okay, that's dynamite now. Ladies and gentlemen, mark your calendars for November 19th, because it's time for some real cowboy shit. Max Wrestling presents promo series 5 Anime Lines. It's going to be a wild night as the Phoenix defends the Knowledge Championship in a traditional winner stays on gauntlet. So far, his first confirmed opponent will be none other than Moses, looking to no longer be the only former Knowledge Champion with one reign. The, the inevitable is going to be there, bro. Trust me. It's all coming to fruition. Because I remember the last time I went against Phoenix and we had the whole, well, I knew all your questions and you knew all my questions. <laughs> well, guess what, homeboy? Last time that happened, we flip-flopped. You ended up beating me. Well, this happened this past time. I had a whole bunch of questions and I didn't know shit. And then you got a whole bunch of questions. I knew them all and you didn't know shit. So guess what? I'm sure the tables will turn next time. Doesn't matter who else is going against it. There's no shot. I'm taking that thing back. Come hell or high water. Also depends on the draw as well. I mean, who goes first, who goes second, and who goes third. Because Phoenix may not even be the knowledge champion if we get to stage two or three. Sorry, Ooh, sorry, sorry Phoenix, to put a cloud of doubt over you. Um, and we'll find out in about a week and a half who the promo champion will be. Either the Demoness or the Walker. But they will be defending... Demon promo series against the three finalists of the promo bowl in the four-way. You ready for it, Mike? Microphone yes. standoff. Microphone standoff. Yeehaw. Yep. So got it. It'll be me and then three other geeks. Got it. Nice. <laughs> I mean, Travis, you know about Fatal Four Ways, right? I know a thing or two, but <laughs> so do you, Mike. I know. I won. <laughs> um, so he knows okay. a little bit more than I think. <laughs> I mean, speaking of Moses, maybe playing triple duty because he also has a promo exhibition as it's El Jefe's turn to face the shape. Yeah, buddy. And that if you called me from the ranch the other day, he's really loud. <laughs> <laughs> and if you haven't heard Mike mention it yet, you haven't been paying attention because he also has a promo exhibition against the aptly named Britney Savage. When doesn't oh. this fucking guy have a promo exhibition? Well, I'm done after November. Then I got you, you son of a bitch. Oh yeah. Well, that's not an exhibition, baby. That's uh, that's what we call the big time. Yes, the 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 Mowen Larkin show. Yes, but yes, as regards to yeah Molly Molly Wap. So like that. (laughs) He 
like that too. When it comes to Britney Savage, you got the boy from the EIEI, uh oh, was popping night against the girl from the mean streets of Wisconsin, living about 15, 20 minutes up the road to Britney Savage from yours truly. So, I mean, it's going to be fun. It's going to be good. It's going to be a whole lot of pop culture, man. Good. 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 And for more information well, on promo series, go to maxwrestlinguk.weebly.com. Right, let me just finish my last sentence, my bad, I'm sorry. So, Dazzy, dangerously, you and I are close, and you know I love you to death. Like, So you know what I'm fitting to do against Britney Savage, a promo series, right? Now you say that, and people get worried. No, but you, you <laughs> I told you what I'm doing, so. You know what I mean. You, you know what I mean. You know what I'm doing, right? Yes. Gonna you be saw a preview of what I'm doing, right? Yes. Do you think I can hang with the Savage? I well, you showed me a little preview. My reaction was, "It's a good thing you're friends." There you go. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Hey, you didn't hang with the savage there, Mister. I'm back. You lost. Okay, but I still hung though. Okay. okay. Well, let's, let's be honest. On. Nobody beat her in the league. Well, I'm still hung. So. That is true. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying you were too busy worried about Robert fucking Davis and your in your promo there, and Robert fucking Davis is now a judge. So yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the silent bell has rung, and it's time for us to bid you adieu. So before we go, remember to like and follow Max Wrestling on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram, Max Wrestling UK. We're also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and CastBox. CastBizarre! Somebody needs to stop Hi, Mr. Justin bell. Roberts over there. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> and if that yeah! wasn't enough... You can also find us on Wrestling with Wrestling, which is Andre Corbiel's YouTube channel. You can find me at the Captain Five One Two. You can find Travis at Walker underscore TA ninety two, and Twitch no longer makes you dick itch. So don't be a wanker and check out Anchor with El Hefe. Oh hey, the whole everything that was awesome. <laughs> oh, I that was great. Yeah, everything was great there. Yep, SMR Podnet. Check the whole thing out. Um, last week's Saturday, so the the Saturday edition of AEW that we talked about, and last week's NXT that reviews dropping later today, and then probably Saturday I'm gonna drop the other one early just to get it the hell out of the way. So be prepared, prepared for a lot more retros coming. Found out there's actually like a mini pay per view Clash of the Chi- uh, Clash of Champions, so that's gonna get covered alongside uh, a Raw and Nitro which is actually going to make for a really long fucking episode. But it's okay. Cool. And it's been a while. Mike, who you been talking to? I got to keep my composure after freaking don't be a wanker and anchor, man. Good Lord. <laughs> so, so you guys can check out the latest edition of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance of Three Key Elements to Make Women the Work of Art That They Are on the LFC Laundry Fighting Championships website with my Richards, the 2020 poster model for Sturgis, the chip, man. Sturgis Bike Rally, LFC 30, Born to be Wild. Good stuff, man. We talked about modeling. We talked about her being a ring girl for the last LFC event. It was a whole lot of fun. I getting back into the adult entertainment thing with the on the mic with Mike. I got adult star goddess Mia Sophia coming on, and she was very blunt talking about shoving things up her bum bum, but it was awesome, and it was great times. So, I mean, it's all good. It's all good. It's all gravy. StephenMikeShow.com, SoundCloud.com, slash MCLarkin92, SMShow1, MCL92. I'm all over the Twitter machine. Just type in my name. I'll be there. Drop a line. Everything's fine. Booyah. One of those things wasn't asshole. a tank, was it? What? One of those things wasn't a tank, was it? 
No. Hop that, boom, oh, boom. Save that for Shotzi Blackheart. Shotzi Blackheart. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. That's what's up. $5 <laughs> for the poo. $5 for the poo. I was going to say, I don't want to be an asshole, but I, I want to be that guy. So you talking to BBWs or what's what's happening around here? It's coming, man. I'm going to get him back soon. <laughs> make it Mr. BBW. Who are you, Paul? Paul's the same way. He loves uh, he, the BBWs. <laughs> I, I don't know if anybody else has noticed, but ever since uh, you know who went away, he, he, Mike stopped talking to the BBWs. I still talk to some BBWs. I was talking to Annabelle Rogers, who also is good friends with Goddess Mia Sophia. She's a little bit BBW. Goodness gracious, that's bodacious, vivacious, curvaceous. Woo! So, there yeah. You go. back. There you you go. know, my man, my man Paul likes him thick. You know, my man Amir likes him thick. We like thick brown here. Thick things. Sick things. It's going down in the DM. And that bombshell, my friends, is the bottom line. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Bang! Molly Whopping. Sickness, sickness, get down with it. Woo! Pain's coming.